Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. Morning shot. Good morning to you. You're listening to Money FM 89.3 and welcome to Morning Shot. I'm Lin Lee. In the coming years, Jurong Lake District, an area nestled in the west of Singapore, is set to be transformed into the largest mixed-use business district outside of the city centre under the government's master plan. Even though there have been no submissions for a new tourism development at the site so far, following a call for proposals that opened in March last year, the Singapore Tourism Board said it remains confident in the tourism potential of the site and is exploring other possibilities for tourism in the area. For a deeper analysis, we're joined by Associate Professor Song Soo Kim from the Business, Communication and Design Cluster at Singapore Institute of Technology. Very good morning to you, Dr. Kim. Good morning. Good morning to everyone. Welcome to the show. So first off, what are the key factors you would consider when assessing tourism development potential? Uh, there are several factors to consider in assess- assessing tourism development potential, such as financial resources, available land, and size of existing population, and number of potential visitors, and diversity and vitality of already existing tourist activity in the area, and also speed of development. However, I want to highlight that the impact of a local community considering local people's attitude towards tourism development, which is one of the most important factors. Okay, so in the case of Jurong Lake District, what would you say could be some of the reasons behind the lack of proposals currently? Uh, there may be several different points of view about this matter, but in my opinion, in terms of tourism development in Jurong Lake District, I think there are various compelling ideas already exist, such as Chinese and Japanese Garden, which will be expected to complete in 2024. There will be new science center, which will draw visitors to the area, and also Jurong Lake Garden will provide opportunity for bird watching and nature work in grassland and restore wetland. And there will be various water sports activities available for visitors. So, which means that integrate tourism development seems to be appropriate. However, they need to consider whether this business, you know, tourism development idea reflect various stakeholder needs for mm-hmm. tourism in the areas. Aside from job opportunities, which the government has laid out, are there other types of benefits that could result from the development of this area, the Jurong Lake District? Yeah, I mean, if it is developed as the plan, it could be one of the play for local residents can appreciate it and visit with their friend and family on a regular basis. In other words, Local people, local residents' quality of life will be enhanced. And also, it could increase pride of local residents because several new distinctive tourism attractions or buildings may become landmark of Singapore, which will also create a strong sense of place. Beyond tourism, what are some of the other possibilities for the area? Considering that Jurong Lake District will be a base for company with strong ESG, which means environmental, social, government. The ESG ambition to tap on the West region in Singapore 
So I could think about they may consider on ESG educational hub so they can educate different stakeholders on how to how how company manage the risk and opportunity created by ESG such as shift in environmental, economic and social system in Singapore. And also they can educate local residents on how to preserve environment as well as how to properly recycle different waste and things like that. Looking at the wider tourism landscape, what has changed since the COVID-19 pandemic? Are there specific models that might not work now? Yeah, I, I believe that COVID-19 significantly changed the tourism industry. For example, these day less business people travel. Instead, they have used tech platforms such as Microsoft Teams which will reduce travel spending on hotel, airfare, etc. So basically, after COVID-19, company leaders discovered that online meetings may replace certain business trips, which will also depend on company bottom line. But on the other hand, in the eyes of leisure traveler, traditional travel agency and mm-hmm. travel guide have nearly vanished so these days, most people tend to get tourism mm-hmm. information from online travel platforms, such as TripAdvisor, Expedia.com, etc. So after COVID-19, online travel platforms have become more significant channel for leisure travelers. So how would you assess Singapore's potential as a tourism hub compared to the rest of Asia? I mean, it would be great if Singapore could become a tourist hub in Southeast Asia. Just think about how many tourists visit Southeast Asia last year. For example, there are about 11.2 million tourists visit Thailand, 3.4 million to Vietnam, about 3 million to Malaysia, according to their respective tourism board. So if Singapore could become a tourism hub that facilitates connectivity in Southeast Asia, there will be significant economic benefit which could contribute to Singapore economy. But of course there, of course I believe there are potential if we consider factors such as safety, which is the most important to tourists. And convenience, such as Singapore has excellent public transportation and world-class Changi International Airport. And how about image of Singapore, which is very positive and clean, mm-hmm. and even locals are quite kind and friendly. But mm-hmm. on the other hand, we need to think about cost of travel, which are much higher than the rest of Asia, which means that there are some challenges as well. So are you expecting it to grow in terms of uh, the tourism industry in Singapore? Yes, definitely. All right. Thank you very much for your insights and analysis this morning, Prof. Kim. We've been speaking to Associate Professor Song Soo Kim from the Business Communication and Design Cluster at Singapore Institute of Technology. Thank you. Thanks for having me this morning. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.